four lines from the bottom. We pick up with uh, first row line is Raba. We put a triangle around that. That is the third Raba Memra. On Chaf Zayin Amud Aleph, two, four, six, seven lines down. First word on the line is Raba. We triangled that. Four lines later, it says Va'amar Raba. I triangled that Raba. About two, four, six, seven lines later, first word on the line is Afalpi. Near the end of the line is a Raba. I triangled that. And finally, two, four, six, seven lines below that, last word on the line is Raba. I triangled that. So uh, we continue until the end of the parak with. Uh, uh, a number of Raba memras. Vamar Raba. We pick up uh, four lines from the bottom on Chafam and Beis. Some of these are pretty uh, gruesome. Some of them are pretty um, uh, improbable, but it's the principles that we're looking for. So Vamar Raba. Zarak Tinak Maroshagag. If somebody threw a, a little baby off a roof. Now we're going to have two possibilities. Colon A. I put an A here and an A in the margin. And on Chafzayin Aleph, on the second line, last word, it says ba, I put a b above that ba and a b in the margin. So, you have a, a person, he threw a baby off the roof. A, uba achav, a kibloi, and there was some other person who met him with what? With a saif, with like a, a sword, just waiting there for the kid to fall into it. Well, now, both of them are pretty evil people. Um, the question is, uh, can we give any one of them the uh, death penalty for this? Well, it's a plug to Machlokas between Rabbi Yudim Beser and the Rabbanan de Sanya. We have a brysa that goes two lines down on Chav Zayin Amad Aleph. Says the brysa. In this case, you have a victim and uh, ten uh, people who hit him. He kawasar b'nei adam. If ten people slammed him, I don't know, they each had baseball bats, um, ten different people with ten different uh, sticks. Um, whether it was Ben Bebasachas, where they all slammed him at the same time, Ben or one person did it, then another person, then another person, until the tenth, comma, Kulan Peturin. They are all Potter. The reason being because the Pasuk requires to uh, uh, try somebody in a court for murder. The Pasuk says, Kol Nefesh Adam, which means the entire. Um, death had to have been caused seemingly by uh, one uh, person, and therefore um, they would be putter from uh, being executed in a court of Jewish law. Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseru, we underline Neimer, Bezeacharzeh, true, if they're all at the same time, but if uh, one guy hit him, then another guy, and then when the tenth guy hit him, Ha'achroin Chayev, uh, the last one who hit the person who was still alive, and died shortly afterwards, we may shakirev mitasoi, because this, uh, uh, the last person who hit him was the one who sort of brought about or hastened his death. Uh, so too, the fellow who is holding out the sword, uh, the baby was falling, true, but the sword is that which, I don't know, sliced the baby or cut him, and, and definitely was the last uh, death blow, so to speak. So according to Yehuda ben Maseru, he would be chayev. Now, in the B possibility, you have the same uh, evil guy throwing a baby off the roof, and B bought shore vikibla bekarnov, and it just so happens that a uh, shore muad comes uh, walking by and uh, uh, puts its horns up, and the baby falls right onto the horns and uh, dies. Um, colon that would be a machlokas rabbi shmuel benoish rabbi and the rabbanan de sanya. Here's a two line brisa starts here based on the pasuk. The pasuk says um, now now this is going to be the machlokas as far as the koifer payment. Is there a co for payments um, by the owner of the 
ox because a human being was killed by uh, this uh, ox owner's ox. So the Pesach says, Venasan pigeon nafsha, he should give a redemption for uh, his, uh, somebody's uh, nefesh, somebody's uh, life. Now, what is that referring to? That's Machlokas, um, the Rabbanon Rabbi Yishmael. So, the, according to the first opinion, Demei Nizak, we assess the value of the uh, Nizak, uh, the one who uh, was damaged. Now, a falling baby has no value because just come back like a second later and it's splashed and crushed all over the ground. So, since there was no value, it'd be nothing to pay. Whereas, Mazik, no, the, the Kofer, so to speak, is the one who caused the damage, in which case it would be the uh, the owner of the uh, ox, uh, apparently, who would be uh, liable. Period. Vama Rabba, another triangle Rabba, Nafal Mirash Hagag, the Nitzka Be'isha. If a uh, man, um, it, was like, it wasn't that windy out, uh, he fell off the roof, which is pretty close, basically, to uh, totally doing it on purpose. I mean, it's just like gross negligence. The Nitzka Be'isha, and he basically, uh, his uh, male organ became inserted into a female's private part, um, oh boy. So, uh, what's he liable for? Chayev be'arba dvarim. He is chayev for, um, all four of those damages, uh, that normally get paid. Cause he's, again, he's, he's pretty close to being totally negligent here. Uh, almost like Karev lemezid. Um, no, he didn't do it on purpose. It was pretty close to that because of the level of negligence. Uh, if the woman on the bottom that he, fell on top of an into, so to speak, uh, it was his Yevama, uh, he would not be kind to her. Now, even though we know that a surviving brother who has relations with his uh, deceased brother's wife, that uh, deceased brother had no children, whether it's Bemez or even B'Shoigig, um, that's at least though where he thought he was having relations with somebody. Here, there was certainly no intention for uh, relations. Kama, Chayev, Nezek, Betsar, Beripui, Besheves, and uh, he's he's liable for uh, those four type of damage payments of a boishes light. As far as um, the embarrassment that he caused that woman, he would not be uh, responsible for it. It's not like the Mishnah says. Mishnah will see later on in the Masechta goes for one line. Quote, I boxed it off. I underline the word miskaven. Unlike the other payments, um, the uh, liability for embarrassing someone, it has to be that was the intention of the person. Now, when he negligently fell off the roof, that was definitely not the intention for him. Period. Uh, Vama Rabba, we put a triangle in Rabba's name, Nafal Mirish Hagag. Let's say a uh, person falls off, he was on a roof, he fell off. Uh, a or B, colon. A, if it's a Rosh Eina Mitsuya, which is an uncommon one, uh, like a gust 40, 50, 60 miles per hour, like enough to blow over a. Uh, presidential uh, Christmas tree or something like that. The hizik, and he did damage, ubiesh, and he also embarrassed uh, that which he damaged on his uh, on his fall. Colon, chayvalanezek, so he has to pay for the damages. Upater, however, he's not responsible for the arbatzvarim. Basically, only the damages, but the if there's a, 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 a ripui, or uh, Sheves, or those types of things he's not liable for, because those would have to be um, with the uh, in- intention to, um, like, uh, some sort of negligence. This is the guy, it wasn't his fault that some 60-mile-per-hour wind came and, th- uh, you know, pushed him off the roof. B, Baruch Mitsuya, if, however, it was, I don't know, a 5-10-mile-per-hour wind, a common type of breeze, Vehizik, and he did damage, Ubiation also uh, embarrassed the person that he uh, fell on. 
Chayev, he's Chayev for Arba Dvarim, um, Tsar and uh, Nezik, and uh, Ripu Boshes, not Boshes, excuse me, um, uh, 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 Sheves, Upater Ala Boshes, like we saw a few lines ago, that as far as the Boshes, it would have to be like intentional, and this was not necessarily intentional, it might have been negligent, but not intentional. The Imnis Hafach, if however, when he fell off, um, he's starting to fall down, and he actually like, intentionally uh, falls on some other person, which you can imagine it would uh, you know, be of his benefit to help break the fall, then Chayev Alephav Abayshas. And he's also going to be responsible to pay for the Boshas, even though his intention wasn't necessarily embarrass the person, it was sort of like to cushion his fall, he'd be Chayev for that. Disanya, like we see in the following three-line Bryce, it starts here, Mimash Mashinemar, from the fact that the Pasuk says, this is the woman who someone's attacking uh, her husband, and she goes and reaches out for his private parts and grabs a hold of them. Now, it could have just said, uh, and she sends forth her hand to his private parts, but it had an additional word. So the Pasuk says, Any idea? Do I like not know? This word in quotation marks, that she grabs onto, obviously she's grabbing onto it. And therefore, what do I learn from the unnecessary additional word of vehezika uh, in quotations, end quote? Well, Loimer Lacha comes to tell you, since the intention was to damage, even though, so the intention was to damage, even though there was no intention of, uh, of Busha. Okay, and uh, there we see that there is a busha payment even if there was no intention of it, but there's still be a busha payment. Vama Raba, put a triangle around this Raba. This is the next to last one. Um, two cases here. Hiniach loigacheles colon. Number one, alibayumeis pater. Number two, albigdevinisrov. So if a person um, placed a uh, like a red hot coal. Um, on somebody's chest and that person dies, the one who placed the red hot coal on is Potter. Uh, basically, the guy he placed it on should have taken it off and not let it like burn through his chest and, I don't know, burn into his heart or something like that. Um, comma. However, if it was albigdoi, if this um, damager put a red hot coal on somebody's garment and, and it started uh, burning, Venisrov, he would actually be Chayev, um, why? Because that which the person who's the garment owner didn't remove it because he figured, listen, I can take this guy to court anyway. Whatever happens, happens, and I'll, uh, I'll get it all back in court. Kama, Amar, Rava, Travaihu, both of those dinim, Tanani, are taught in Tanaic sources. Colon, Ali, boy, which I underlined, it's not. We have a three line plus two word Tanaic source starts here. Um, if you have a uh, bad guy who holds somebody down uh, under the water or in the fire and, and the person dies who is being held down, kava shalav, he, he like forces him down the seicha or into the fire or letzocha mayim, misham, and the one who was in the fire or under the water is not able to get out, umes, and that person dies, chayev, that person would be um, responsible for uh, having killed the person who died. However, if he just sort of like shoves him into like a, a fire area, oh, into maybe a pool, and the one who was in the in, in the fire area, can he can come out or the water guy can get out of the water, then the one who pushed him in would be putter even if the fellow who was pushed in uh, died. That's the end of the snake source and that's just like a case of Ali boy, whereas Big Day, which I underline now, it's not, here's a just over one line Quote from a Mishnah later on the Masechta, 
If I walk over to uh, Bob and I say, hey, Bob, Karas Ksusi, can you uh, tear my shirt? Or Shavras uh, Kela, can you smash my uh, utensil? Uh, then it would be Chayev. Uh, now, what do you mean Chayev? I, I said to him to do it. Well, what basically I was telling him, like, you can do it if you want to do it, but you're going to um, uh, be liable to have to pay for it. Uh, comma. However, if I say specifically, hey, Bob, can you uh, tear my shirt on the condition, uh, three-word quote, Almanash uh, lift, or on the condition you'll be um, off the hook, Putter, then he is indeed off the hook. That's the end of that Tanaic source. And finally, Boy Raba, trying on this Raba. How about this? Let's say I put a uh, uh, like a red hot coal on the chest of uh, somebody's Eved. Do we say it's Kegufoi dummy? dummy? Is it um, going to be like Gufoi, where it's like the person himself, uh, and, and he would be putter because the Eved should have removed the uh, red hot coal? Or is it going to be Kimamayna, like his assets, like his property, like maybe like his, his, uh, his ox, uh, where it, it doesn't really have any uh, das, a, like an animal doesn't know to remove the thing that's just about to kill it. What do we say? Well, we don't answer, but we do take this question a step further. And if you want to say, in answer to the previous question, that it's like a goof and like the Evid should have um, removed it and he didn't. Well, how about this? Let's see, he puts it on his shore, uh, that red hot... Um, uh, coals and like it will kill the shore. So Hadar Pashta, uh, I guess uh, Rabba who had asked the question, uh, turns around and answers it. Avdei kegufai sherei kemamayne. A person's uh, evid is like the person himself. In other words, evid should have realized, you know, take the red hot coal off my chest before it burns through into my chest cavity. However, uh, onto a shore is like mamayne, which uh, shore base doesn't have das to know to uh, remove it. We begin the uh, third parak. Haminiyach zakad. Haminiyach zakad. Underline the word kad. Let's say I put my uh, my jug out into the uh, public area. Uba acher, and someone else comes strolling along. Venitzkalba, and kind of stumbles upon it. Veshavra, and breaks it. I say, hey, you broke my kad. Uh, you have to pay me for the contents of it. Well, no, he would be potter. Vim huzakba. If the one who bumped into it actually got damaged and he fell, he tripped. Uh, piece cut him or something, then bal uh, ha-chavis, and when the word chavis, chayev ben iskay. The uh, person who put it there, that's interesting, we call it now a chavis, two lines ago when he put it out it's called the cod, uh, the bal ha will be chayev be iskay to uh, reimburse that person for any damages uh, for the uh, the tripping incident. That's the Mishnah, says the Gemara. The Gemara is going to bring three cases where it seems these terms cod and Chavis uh, are, I mean, they mean different things. Kad usually means a, a, a smaller type receptacle. A chavis is like a larger barrel type receptacle. So let's see. Uh, number one says the Gemara, Pasach bekad v'siyem bechavis. Like our Mishnah started, it called it a kad, and two lines later it called it a chavis. Kama, if it's not nami, we also have a Mishnah um, next week uh, that says this follows. It goes for eh, just about two lines according to the Mishnah that you have uh, one person walking, I've got my peanut butter, he's got his chocolate, what happens? Well, Zeba Bechavisai, uh, Al comes uh, walking along with his um, uh, barrel, Zeba Bechairosai, and uh, Bob comes with his, like, uh, long uh, beam, Nishpira Kadai, also underline the word Kadai Shalzeh, Bechairosai Shalzeh, if Al's Kad, now we said a line ago that Al had a Chav, it's not a Kad, but if Al's Kad, 
uh, smashes into the other one's uh, beam, he would be potter. That's the end of the next source. Again, we have uh, an example where it started calling it one thing, a chavis, no slugamara, possible chavis, yet one line later in the Tanaic source, the Siyem Bekad is calling it a Kad, Kama. And Tznan, a third example, Tznan Nami, this is much later in the Masechta, about three months from now, uh, the three-line Tanaic source starts here. Zebe Chavisa Shalyayin, let's say I'm coming along with my uh, barrel of wine, a typical barrel of wine is, uh, uh, I don't know, cost $30, Vezeba Bekadai, and I, I don't know the word kad shel dvash, and the other fellow has his kad of dvash. Now dvash, I dot underlined, is uh, much more expensive. If a uh, receptacle of wine is three dollars, the dvash is three hundred dollars. Uh, okay, nistika chavish shel dvash. The now again, I underlined the word chavis. We called it a kad a line ago, and now we're calling it a chavis. But either way, it it, it cracked. Uh, the one that has the honey in it, we know honey flows out slowly, it's also much more expensive than wine, and the guy who had the receptacle of wine, what does he do? He quickly pours out all of his wine, and he uses his unbroken uh, utensil to have all the honey flow into it and save it. He's only entitled to uh, whatever the wages that a worker would get for doing something like uh, this. Okay, and the uh, one who had his uh, honey saved, um, obviously is very thankful, but he doesn't owe the wine that was spilled out. He just has to pay the guy like a regular worker. Bottom line, once again, notes the Gemara now, it calls it a kad at the beginning and then a chavis. So which one is it? Well, Amara Papa, they're the same thing. Hainu kad, hainu chavis. Basically the same thing. They mean like a uh, receptacle. Well, Lamai Nafkamina, what difference is there? Like, what is it? One called a chad, one called a chavis. Well, Lamekach Ule Memker. Um, which basically means if they're basically the same thing, if uh, uh, the seller says he's going to sell, um, he can give the guy either a codful or a um, chavis full. Hechi dummy, how so? What's exactly the case? Well, Elema, if you want to say that the particular place where this uh, incident takes place, where there's a sort of like a lack of clarity about whether it was supposed to be a cod full or a chavis full, Elema ba'asra dekada. Lo karu chavis. They never refer to a kad as a chavis. Also, chavis, loy karu kada. They'll never refer to a chavis as a kad. Like, they never call one by the name of the other one, halay karu la. Well, you can't say that it's the choice of the seller whether he wants to give a chavis or he wants to give a kad. So, lo, that's not the case, comma, rather, tricha de ruba, and line ruba. Rova the people, let's say, I don't know, 80, 90%. Karu la la kada kada, they refer to a kad as a kad. And a chavis as a chavis. By the way, a chavis in general is a little bit larger. The ika, there are those exceptional people, though, they'll call maybe about 10%. Nami de karu la chavita kada, they'll refer to a chavis also as a kad or la kad as a chavis. Mmm, you might have thought to say zil basar ruba. Listen, most people use the term, um, and therefore, like the, the store owner who has agreed to sell it won't have an option. He'll have to give a chavis if he agreed to a chavis. He'll have to give a kad if he agreed to a kad. Kama kamash malan, connector de ein holchen bemoin That's the tradition when it comes to mominous related issues, which this is here, like how much is it going to cost the guy, that we do not follow rov. As long as there is a significant minority, you can follow the significant minority. Said the Mishnah Bach of Nitgalba Vishavra Pater. Okay, so some guys walk along the Rishus Rabbim, and he uh, he bumps into this thing and uh, breaks it, um, and uh, he would be putter. So he bumped into somebody's you know uh, uten- somebody's uh, barrel of uh, whatever it was, and he is uh, he's putter. Am I putter? Well, uh, 
one second, why is he putter? He like caused a loss to somebody. Isn't it when you're walking through the Rishus Harabim, you gotta like, uh, literally means like to look around and go. You can't just walk and, and, and damage someone something. You gotta look uh, where you're going. Well, uh, we have a few answers to this. Amri Debeirav Rav, Mishmei de Rav. I know in Rav, he's the first of four understandings. He says, Well, the Rishus Harabim, I don't know how he got out there, but is uh, basically filled with so it's impossible to walk without maybe walking on one and possibly breaking one. That's why he's Pater. Shmuel, we underline, is the second, number two, Amar. Oh, this was taking place before they had streetlights at night, so he basically couldn't see. Um, and number three, I know Andrew Biochanan, a third um, understanding, Amar, but Karen Zavis. It, it happened when, you know, like sometimes when you turn the corner, you don't have a, a clear view of what's around the corner, and, and that's how this... Um, Guess how this uh, cod or chavis uh, was broken by the person who walked into it, and like you can't expect them to look around and anticipate what's around the corner. Amar Rapapa, Rapapa notes, and Rapapa did come a few generations after Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan were all first generation. Amar Rapapa is a few generations after that. He says, Lo deka masnisen, ela okishmul ok Rabbi Yochanan. Precise reading of our Mishnah goes like maybe uh, approach number two, approach number three. Um, However, not like Rav, the Ike Rav. Rav had said that the whole Rishusarabim was filled with uh, barrels. Well, then why would the mission have to present the case as though a person sort of like stumbled into a barrel? My area, one word in right angles, Nitzkal, Afilu, Shavar, Nami, even if he like knew that he would be breaking it. It wasn't like an accident, but he like he couldn't get out because there was no way to, to get in, 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 further in the Rishusarabim unless he did walk over one of them. So Amar of Zvid, Mishmei de Rava, not necessarily. Uh, he says to Papa, you don't have to say that it's not Rav. It could also be Rav. Even if he knew that he broke it. Then why did it present the case in the Mishnah as one word in right angles? Nitzkal. Well, since he wanted to uh, compare it or have it there uh, for the later part of the um, Mishnah. I put a right angle in over here as a quote, seven words on the Mishnah. Now, not only did he bump into this, uh, let's say, this jug or barrel and, and break it, he, if he was damaged by the broken pieces, there, the owner of the barrel who negligently like left out in the middle, he would be uh, liable for those damages. Now, specifically, um, if he, the person had accidentally um, banged into it and, and got damaged. Aval Shavar, if, however, he knowingly and willingly broke it, then, um, lo, there would not be the responsibility of the barrel owner to pay for this guy's damage. Like, he went and smashed it. Okay, when he smashed it, the thing, like, I don't know, cut his leg, the barrel owner's not responsible. My timer. Answer, simply, because the guy who knowingly and willingly uh, walked in and smashed a barrel uh, is responsible if he's damaged by it. Therefore, Katani Reisha, that's why the Reisha had to teach Nitzkal. Uh, I put Nitzkal in right angles, semicolon. Amalei Rav, Rabbi Abel Ravashi. Hachi Amri, and we underline the Marava Mishmed, Rabbi Ular, maybe Rabbi Loy. I call this uh, opinion number four. So we had the first three opinions as to why the fellow in the mission would be Pater, on the fourth and fifth line, now we have a fourth opinion. Um, why is it the fellow would be Pater? Um, 
we had said, well, doesn't a person have to look where he's going? Yeah, but in general, if you're like in the public area, a person doesn't really always focus on where he is going or what he might bump into. Kama it actually once happened uh, during uh, the daytime that a person was walking in the city of Kolon Naharda, underline Naharda, the Chiev Shmuel. And Shmuel made the person Chayev, like the guy who walked into the barrel is uh, responsible for uh, the damages that it caused. Uh, and I circled Rav, and Rav was Mechayev, the person in Pumbadisa, who walked into the barrel for the damage that it caused. Okay, that's uh, Shmuel and Rav. Now the Gemara says, Bish, Lama Shmuel, understandable, is Shmuel Kishmaise. We had him on the fourth line. He's going like his teaching, where he said the Mishnah's case is at nighttime. Well, this was during the day, and that's why he'd be Chayev. Ella Rava, Lema Kishmuel Sfirule. Well, Rava, who also said Chayev, should we say that he holds like Shmuel? Maybe, yeah, but. Could also be another understanding. Amar Papa, Karna de Atsra Have. Karna, like a corner, it was around a corner that was next to where the uh, uh, oil uh, crushing um, machines were. And uh, there were lots of people who had to wait to get in, and they all brought their barrels of olives, and, and, and therefore. Um, it would make sense that they would be allowed to keep their uh, barrels of olives around there. Kevin de Barishus Ka'avdi, since they left it there um, with permission, that type of person should have been uh, looking as he was walking by. Period. Shalach Le Rav Chista, and Rav Chista sends to Rav Nachman the following question. Hare Amru. Um, this is, uh, I guess they were both Dayanim. Um, there are certain. Uh, payments that a person has to make depending on how they, let's say if I slugged some other guy or kicked him or or did different things to damage him. Uh, so if instead of using like the bottom of my foot to kick him, I, I um, kick him with my knee, there's an additional fine of, I don't call it, let's say three, um, I don't know, three slime for the Additional embarrassment of having a knee that was like jabbed into his side. Kamulabita, if it was not with a uh, a hand, but rather with a foot, I gave him like a kick. Chamesha, an additional for the boshes would be a five because that's really embarrassing. And Ula Snookeris, Snookeris Rashi says, if I take like the saddle off my donkey and slam it into some other guy, I like slam him with the. Donkey saddle, that's quite embarrassing. That would be a, an additional like 13 uh, sella uh, payment for the embarrassment. Now, what the Gemara is getting to is the following two cases, however, comma, uh, lepanda demara, ulekufina demara mai. What do we say if I slammed, I like smashed some other guy with the panda de mara, which is like the handle of a, a shovel, or the uh, kufina de mara, which is like the blade, the bottom part, the metal part of the shovel? What do we say there? Okay, that was the question that was sent by Rav Chisit, Rav Nachman. Shalach So Rav Nachman sends back, Chista, Chista, Knasa Kamagbis Bavel? Like, uh, one second, are you collecting Knasis in Bavel? Uh, continues, Rav Nachman says, Emily, Gufaduva, Echiyave. Why don't you just tell me, like, what exactly happened? What was the case? So, Shalach Rav Chista sends back, uh, the following, this is the case. It takes him about uh, four lines to describe it. Hahu Gargusa. There was a Gargusa, there was a, um, a pit which was uh, filled with uh, water that was uh, used to uh, irrigate the fields. And the pit was owned by Debetre, two people. Dechol Yuma, each day, have a Dalichad Minayu. On, let's say, Sunday, it would be Bob's Day and Monday, Carl. Tuesday, Bob. Wednesday, Carl. Each day, they would switch off. However, uh, Asachad, 
One of the two came and he was taking water on a day that wasn't a day for him to do that. Amar Lay, the other fellow, said to him, uh, Yuma Didi, who, uh, hey, uh, yeah, my partner, uh, it's my day today. And the one who was taking the water on the day that wasn't his right to, he didn't listen. Well, what did the other guy do? Shakal Panda de Maramache. So he took, like, the uh, shovel, the uh, handle of a shovel, and slammed it into the other guy. Okay, that was the case. Well, Amar Lay says, I'm not going back. If that's the case, he should have, like, slammed him a hundred times. Why? Because even according to the opinion, we'll see this uh, issue developed uh, further on the Masechta, that a person should not take the law into his own hands. However, if currently there's a situation that's causing you a loss right now, like you can't run to the courts, there's no time, if it's causing a person like a real loss right now, there, take the law into your own hands. Avidinish, Dina Lenafshe. So, uh, basically, it made sense for him to take the law into his own hands because the other guy was taking all the water. De'itmar. Here's a little bit of the background. Machlokas, uh, Rav Yehuda and uh, Rav Nachman. Rav Yehuda Amar, Lo Avidinish, Dina Lenafshe. A person shouldn't take the law into his own hands. Uh, Rav Nachman, Lo Endelein Amar, Avidinish, Dina Lenafshe. A person should, yes, take the law into his own hands. Now, let's qualify this. If there's like a real loss that's taking place right now, double in on the kuleyama, everyone would agree. Low pligi, de avadinish, a person should, dina the like you take care of it yourself. Don't let the loss happen. Kama ki pligi, where's the machlokas? Hecha de lekapseda, where there is no current loss going on. Do you take the law into your own hands or not? Well, Rav Yehuda, who we circled now, Amar, low avadinish, dina the you cannot take the law into your own hands. De cave de lekapseda, since there's no current loss, what should you do? Go and deal with it in the courts. Lazel kame dayana. Go before the judges. Kama words of Nachman, who I circled Amar. Ovid inish dina A person can take the law, can take the issue into his own hands. Why? Because what he's doing is correct. So why does he have to hassle the judges? To cave into bidin Ovid. Lotarach, we don't make him like schlep to court if what he's doing is correct. Masiv, Rav Kahana. I put a triangle on this. Masiv, this is going to be the first of... Eight. Uh, all of Chav Chasam and all of is basically different cases. Let's uh, pre-triangle it on the fifth line. The third word is a Tashma. Put a triangle on that. Uh, that's the second uh, attempt. Uh, six, seven lines later, first one line is below. Uh, in the middle line is Tashma. That gets a triangle. Three lines later, first word on line is the Bastin. Near the end of the line is the Tashma. That gets a triangle. About seven, eight lines, seven, eight lines later, first word line is Ha'idna. Near the end of the line is Tashma. That gets a triangle. About seven lines later, First word on the line is dehu. Last term is tashma. That gets a triangle. About nine, ten lines later, first word on the line is naase. Near the end of the line is a tashma. That gets a triangle. And on the uh, let's say five lines from the bottom, first word on the line is le kilkuloi. Right after there's a tashma, that gets a triangle. That will be the eighth and uh, final uh, attempt that the uh, gemara makes to bring uh, some sort of proof one way or the other to this issue. Which uh, bottom line, if there's not a direct loss right now, should a person so to speak, take the law into his own hands and deal with it himself or not. Adkan.